The following is a hoop ball presentation. My name is Lawrence Brooks, and you're listening to the Hoop Ball Mavericks podcast. Ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for my betting tips. I always get asked, who you got, Lakers or Clippers, Brady or Mahomes? And I'll tell you what I tell them. Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. That's why I tell people to bet with my bookie. My bookie's rep is rock solid. They've got the best odds, contests, and promotions in the business. They're the only place I trust to handle my NBA-related bets. The one sports book guaranteed to give me the best lines for the college national championship game, Thursday night NBA, Saturday night, and everything in between. And you know me, I don't give my stamp of approval easily. To earn it, you've got to be the best at what you do, and my bookie is the best sports book out there, period. It's simple. Sign up in a promo code HOOPBALL and get your deposit match way halfway up to 1000 bucks. Head over to my bookie if you want to add a little excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Bet with the best. Bet with my bookie. Again, my name is Lawrence Brooks. Thank you for listening to the HOOPBALL Mavericks podcast. We are back. With some mixed emotions, I have to first I have to first apologize because I think I'm starting to be a little bit of a I wouldn't say a distraction and I don't want to say I don't want to say I'm jinxing them, but I'm surely doing something because every time I come on the pod and I talk about games the Mavericks should win, they find a way to lose. And I mean, just for the record this season. They have two losses to the Bulls. They have two losses to the Houston Rockets. They have two losses to Sacramento now. And they could really be fighting for a fourth seed, but instead they're sitting in sixth place, barely holding on and needing every win they can get to continue staying in, staying out of the play-in spot, which is a place they do not want to be and something that I've already said repeatedly. And so it just goes without saying that they need to win every game. But being that the last time we spoke, they had not played Sacramento. I'll speak on the Sacramento game and on the Warriors game, which they won tonight handily in a blowout. But Sacramento was a little, I was a little perplexed about that game because I felt like being the more rested team, knowing they needed these wins, coming off of three straight wins, it was a recipe for them to go in there and continue to handle business for a team that's missing their starting point guard, De'Aaron Fox. So I'm I'm sitting here watching the game and I'm thinking this is a this is a Mavericks win. They should get this one. But what happens? Their their demons of starting games slow crept up and found their way to them again the other night. And Okay, so they have a slow start. There's one thing to have a slow start and you're still competitive. They had a slow start and it they never quite recovered. I mean, they started out the game 0 of 6 from, from the three-point line. And the Sacramento Kings were 4 of 5. And at and at the point and there was a point they found themselves down 20 to 3 after the first six minutes of the game. 20 to 3. Mind you, the Mavericks were the more rested team. They were the hotter team and the more talented team, considering Darren Fox was not playing in this game. So you would have thought Luka would have had his way with them. 
and would have cruised this team to victory. Didn't quite happen that way and was very, um, it was a big letdown because we thought that we thought that this game would be one that they would put away, maybe not early, and we know every game, is, you know, you can lose to anybody on any given night. But given the recipe, we thought this would be a win, and it wasn't. And one thing that really stood out to me is the fact that they went 12 of 42 from the three-point line. They were 28%. 28% from the three-point line. Again, a team that wants to shoot a lot of three balls did not make a lot of threes. As opposed to the the Sacramento Kings, who were 13 of 29, they were 44% from the three-point line. They were 51% overall from the field. The Mavericks were 46%. And with all that being said, still after those first six minutes, they actually outscored. They actually outscored Sacramento the rest of the way, but it was too late. The game was already out of hand. And they fought their way back. They they got the game. They got within three points several times throughout the game in the second half, but just could not get over the hump. The Kings continued to make timely shots, and it, they just never found a way to get control of this game. And one thing that one thing about it in any in any level, when you're playing an inferior opponent, if you give them confidence, you are now playing a completely different team. Because you're playing a team that was thinking about thinking about the fact that this game is not winnable. And then they start to see the shots go in. They've now got a different swagger to themselves. You got guys maybe playing a little above their normal performances. And here you go. Here you go. Now you're in a dogfight. And that is what they found themselves in. But instead of a dogfight, they just found themselves getting blown out. Not to mention Harrison Barnes had to leave this game. With a rotator cuff injury. So they're down Harrison Barnes. They're down De'Aaron Fox. They're on a back-to-back. It's the Sacramento Kings who aren't necessarily winning a ton of games these days. Going against a Dallas Mavericks team who's fighting for their playoff life. Or at least fighting to stay out of the play in-game. And it's coming off of two wins against the Lakers that were very big wins. And then they lay this egg. So this was extremely disappointing. Um, there was no Porzingis in this game. That would have certainly helped. J.J. Redick didn't play as well. But Luka ended up with 24 points, 8 assists, 8 rebounds. He had 4 turnovers. They had 10 turnovers as a team. And the uh, Sacramento Kings had 16. But this game, I mean, I don't even know where to go with the fact that they lost this game. Other than the fact that they shot poorly. Um, Luca could not get to the, he couldn't get in the paint as much as he may have wanted to. Maurice Harkless did a really good job on him. And the Kings in general did a really good job defensively of when he drove, they, they made sure to help off of shooters and force them to make shots. They collapsed on, on Luka Doncic, forcing him in, forcing him to be a passer instead of a scorer. And guys were not knocking down shots. And it goes without saying, but Tim Hardaway has been in a shooting slump. Jalen Brunson has not shot the ball well. They both shot the ball horribly in this game. And those are two guys that you're looking for to be complimentary scores when Luka doesn't have it. And especially if Porzingis is out, you need both of those guys. 
So Tim Hardaway, even though he had 19 points, he was 8 of 20 from the field. He was 3 of 12 from the three-point line and gave you almost nothing else. I mean, he had two assists and one rebound. He didn't have any turnovers, but he didn't have a really good game. Then you go to Jalen Brunson, who was 3 of 9 from the field. He was 0 of 2 from 3. He had seven points, three assists, but that's not going to get it done. That's not going to – both of those guys combining to go – three of 14 from the three-point line, that's just not a recipe for success for a team that needs outside shooting. Because if they're not making shots, it's going to be a long night. Maxi Kleba didn't even take a three in this game. He only played nine minutes. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, he was two of seven. He had 10.7 rebounds, two steals, and a block. He was four of nine overall. So you're not necessarily expecting him to be a three-point machine. But he was another guy who's been shooting around 44% in the month of April who also was just not able to find his shot. So this was just an inexplicable night for them facing the Kings and they took a loss in a a spot that you didn't necessarily expect to see them lose. So it was really discouraging to see. Um, And I thought that they would get this win. So I'm going to try from here on out. I'm going to try to not say what they should do just that they we hope that they do certain things and a game like that against Sacramento you got to pull that off there's no excuses there that that should have been a win if they're handling business like they should they play them again next week so hopefully they can get that one because if they don't get that one that's really gonna gonna say something about the fact that they're always lowering the bar against lesser competition they can't have these slow starts when it's not a big game and they could really use tim hardaway jr to to get out of his shooting slump but anyway bounce back tonight shifting over to golden state where they won this game and it was a complete blowout it was 133 to 103 and the game started out i guess reasonably competitive it was 12 to 11 at one point, and then all of a sudden they ended the quarter 36 to 12. 36 to 12. Now, some of that was the Mavericks defense. Some of that was the fact that Golden State just completely had a meltdown. They had a bevy of turnovers, missed shots, bad decisions, and the Mavericks just kept their foot on the gas. And we know their record. They were twenty and they were undefeated at twenty and zero after leading after the first quarter, going into this game. Then they had another first quarter lead, where now they're twenty one and zero winning games after the first quarter, where they have a lead. And so it was good to see them come out and get an early start, get a hot start, and withstand a lead throughout the throughout the game because that Sacramento game was. And I said it even, I even tweeted out, I said, I don't know if I'm happy, if I'm more happy that they actually are blowing out the, the Warriors or, or annoyed by the fact that they didn't do this to Sacramento. But I want to, I'm a positive guy, so I want to lean towards the positive. And I'm just happy that they got this win because it could have easily been two losses in a row. And now we're having a completely different conversation um, than we were, than we would have been had they lost, had they not won this game and now they're continuing to fight to stay out of the playing game so i was happy that they got this win and were able to play but a few things i mean trey burke did start this game that's something of note 
he didn't shoot the ball well. He was two of thirteen, but he played decent defense on on Luca, and I mean, excuse me, on Steph Curry. And it was really just him staying attached to Curry. It wasn't really anything other than him just trying to stay attached no matter where he goes because we know Curry is going to pass around and relocate and come back and get the ball. And he runs around a ton of screens. And Trey Burke's job was just to stay with him. And he did a really good job, maybe to the detriment of his offense because he sold out defensively to stay attached to Steph Curry. And although Steph ended up having almost 30 he had he ended up with 27 it was still it was still a noteworthy performance by Trey Burke on the defensive end against a guy who is scorching hot and is basically the league leader scoring um so it was good to see that 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 he was able to establish that because the game before he actually did in against Sacramento we actually saw glimpses of the Trey Burke that we kind of got in the bubble, he was keeping the team alive. He was able to play, you know, respond and help in some of the runs. Um, and he ended up with 19 off the bench. But in this game, he wasn't able to build off that. But I think some of that was the fact that he sold out against against Steph Curry and trying to, you know, force him into some tough uh, shots and just make life tougher on him. I mean, he the offense runs through him, so he's going to get his numbers. But you just want to make it as difficult as possible. And tonight was a noteworthy performance for him defensively. So respect to him for that. Also, you guys know that I always talk about the rebounding battle. And the Mavericks were able to win the rebounding battle. 50-43 to against the Warriors. I was happy to see that. They picked up their three-point shooting because they shot 28% the game before. Tonight, they were 18 of 35. 51% from the three-point line. They held the... They held the Warriors to 37% from three, and then they were 52% overall from the field as opposed to the Warriors, who were 40%. So they completely flipped their shooting percentages. They won the rebounding battle. Trey Burke played solid defense on Steph Curry, and Luka was just lights out. He played 28 minutes and had 39 points, eight assists, six rebounds. He did have seven turnovers. But he literally answered every little mini run that the that the Warriors tried to put together. And he just looked in control the entire night. The entire night. Just a masterful performance from a guy who is just, you run out of things to say about him because he does everything every night. He was 4 of 10 from the three-point line. Tim Hardaway was a little better as well. He was 2 of 5 from the three-point line, 40%. He was 3 of 8 overall. He had 13 points. The starters, they basically were done after the third quarter. This game was a complete wipeout, and they came and and it was quoted after the game that they were just pissed off about how they lost to Sacramento, and you could tell that they came and they just took it out on the Warriors in a in a fashion in which this this win was much needed, and so um, you got even a better game from Dorian Finney-Smith, who was four or five from the field, three or four from the three point line. He had thirteen points. Kleba ended up with 10. He chipped in with, and was 2 of 3 from the three-point line. Um, Jalen Brunson woke up as well. He was 5 of 9 from the field, 2 of 4 from the three-point line for 12 points. So while last game, you know, they were between Brunson and Tim Hardaway, they were atrocious. But coming off the bench tonight, you were you got two guys, and so they were 4 of 9 from the three-point line. And that's more of what you need, guys being productive. They were both in double digits coming off the bench. And Trey Burke, 
got a maybe a um, rewarding start for for some of what he did last game, and maybe they just want to see if he can provide a spark. And he did defensively, but he didn't offensively, which is okay if you're gonna sell out like that. So I was happy to see them get the win. Happy that they got this because if they would have lost both of those games, it would have been a lot of issues. And right now they can't afford many losses. They're literally only one game. They're at 34 and 27. The Trailblazers are at 33 and 28. So they need every win they can get every night. And um, and this and getting a, a blowout win like this definitely bodes well for their confidence. Definitely does a good does well for them moving forward. Tr- always trying to build momentum. So if that's what they if if a win like tonight is what it takes, then so be it. So tomorrow they have the I mean, excuse me, Thursday they have the Pistons. We'll just leave it at that. Hopefully they win. <laughs> Hopefully they get this win because they need it. They need every win moving here from here on out. The games are counting down there at I think want to say 12 now, maybe 11, but either way it go, this is going to go down to the wire because they're out of chances in terms of being able to lose a game and still being able to bounce back. It, the true sign of a good team are you you beat the teams that are that are lesser than you. And that's some of the issues this year is they've just lost to lesser competition at times for a variety of reasons, but mainly having slow starts. So hopefully they can get out to a better start against Detroit, jump on them early and have and establish control just like they did against the Warriors. So we shall see. I'll just leave it at that. But thank you guys for listening again. My name is Lawrence Brooks. I am the host of the Hoopball Mavericks podcast. Please subscribe and download to the podcast. Leave a five-star review. Let me know how you like it. I'm also on Twitter at Hoopball Mavs and at LB Said It. You can catch me on either one. Follow me there. Follow the Mavericks as we continue to move throughout the season. And we're getting towards the postseason, which everyone loves. And these games are meaning more and more each day, which means we're getting higher quality basketball each game. Love this time of year. So, Talk to you guys soon. See you Thursday. Everyone be safe. Go Mavs. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.